1: Visit enterprise.co.uk forward slash business to find out more.
2: This is TalkSport Daily.
3: Hello, happy Friday my friends. Welcome to another Andy Goldstein TalkSport Daily podcast with me, host Andy Goldstein. Don't forget, of course, you can catch me on Drive at 4pm today. Now, we start today's podcast by looking back at last night's Premier League matches as Everton took on Newcastle, Goodison and Spurs faced West Ham at the Spurs stadium. A win for Spurs would see them go level on points with Man City in the table. Let's see how things unfolded. I don't know why I'm talking like this. Across the TalkSport network.
4: Everton 1, Newcastle 0. This is an absolute horror show from Kieran Trippier. The thing is about what you do as a manager and a coaching staff
5: and the players in. We've had other performances, I think they've seen more dominant performances when we haven't got a result. At the end of the day, you know, you, you've got. To, I spoke before the game, I, I didn't want to change too much because it's just a case of scoring goals, it's a, take, a case of taking chances, we've created a lot again.
4: Everton are absolutely delighted and this ground is bouncing, it's Everton 2, Newcastle 0.
5: The amount of
6: injuries has been concerning for us because the ability to rotate your team hasn't been there, the ability to make changes in-game hasn't been there. And that's then put these players at a potentially a fatigued state late in games. That's not an excuse, that's just reality. Um, but we're having to deal with that and uh, I have to compliment the players for how they have Uh, dealt with the situation.
4: If it wasn't over now, it certainly is now, and it's better who's got his first Everton goal. Everton three, Newcastle nil.
7: It's brought the fans and the club and the players and the staff all together. But even before that, the performances were really good. We were picking up results, and and we've just continued that good work from from that point.
4: They're out of the relegation zone. Who would have seen this coming when they were docked those 10 points just a couple of weeks ago? They are fighting against what they think is an injustice. Spurs one, West Ham nil to come inside 11
2: minutes. (laughs) We'll be right back. The cat sat on the the goal has been coming for probably about the 11 minutes of the 11 minutes we've been playing. The
8: way we're dominating games of football, we should be. Uh, you know, we're creating good chances and we're missing the opportunity to create other good chances because, you know, we're lacking some real conviction and stuff. We've got to keep working on. Um, yeah, the goals we conceded today were really poor, but you know, just as concerning as the other end for me, yeah, uh, the attacking side.
2: Spurs one, West Ham one. Unbelievably, Jarrod Bowen has just levelled for West Ham.
4: We were at the races because we were only one goal down, so we were still in the game we, we, we hadn't played that well especially when we got the ball I thought we'd still defended pretty well in most of the, the, the situations James
2: Ward-Prowse has followed up and incredibly West Ham lead at
9: Tottenham by two goals to one you showed what um, West Ham's about as a club and as a team certainly the, the feeling that I've got since I've, I've joined the club that resilience and um, I thought we, we deserved the win in the end. Even you've said
2: this is one of the biggest wins probably in your, your career. Yeah, I do.
4: I think that uh I think it's a huge win, I think, to come here and win tonight against this, this side. You know,
8: we're we're failing to grasp that, you know, playing good football is not enough. It's about, you know, executing in the right areas and um yeah, that's
7: what's costing us at the moment.
2: The referee blows the whistle, Jamie O'Hara Who's
8: seen Jamie O'Hara? Play. So- Look at the defending. Come on, it's Mickey Mouse stuff. I mean, come on. You know, I think we dominated the game. We played well, moved the ball nicely. Same old Spurs, throwing away points. But you can't lose to West Ham at home. We've got, we picked up one point in four. And you go into the West Ham game, you can't lose that game. You, you, you can't get beat in the way we've got beat. We lacked quality in the final third tonight. We, miss it. we missed Harry Kane. He's yeah, it, starting to show... We missed Harry, Harry
4: Kane. You can't throw that one
8: in.
2: You can't throw that in, mate. He's been gone constantly- I can I throw can- him whatever I, got- I want.
3: So Breakfast Now, said Batman to Robin, and I would like to present to you Talk Aston Villa. Yeah. Let's hear Gabby Abonahol's reaction to Villa beating the Champions Man City at Villa Park.
2: And we all said this run of fixtures for Aston Villa would define, there is the whistle, whether they really are contenders for the Champions League. And Manchester City have been beaten by Aston Villa. They've done it tonight by a goal to nil, a well-deserved victory. Penny to think about for Pep Guardiola, but it's a terrific night for these Villa fans. They'll go home happy and no surprise. It's finished here. Aston Villa 1, Manchester City nil.
5: Today's talk, Aston Villa, Well, well outstanding, Alan. I, I, I watched... Um, I watched Haaland miss two sitters, and I thought, "Whoa!" Well, but that was the only two shots of the game. All right, all right. If he sticks one of them and a a different game. That's, Don't you give have, me that's that. why
8: you have the best goalkeeper in the world, Emmy Martinez, World Cup winner, best goalkeeper in the world. Uh, Gabby, I didn't hear you blowing your
5: trumpet last week. No, that we've, got that bet.
8: we've got that bet still. What, what bet? Who finishes higher? Villa or Spurs. We've got it. Unai Emery has turned Villa Park into a fortress. Mm. I've got a stat here for you, Al. Pep Guardiola has managed 535 league games in, Europeans, in Europe's big five divisions. Yesterday was the most shots he side have faced the first half of any of those matches. Thirteen, yeah. the joint most shots he side have faced in any of those matches over 90 minutes. 22 shots for Aston Villa, and the joint fewest shots his side have attempted in any of those 535 matches. Two shots. That shows you how right. good Aston Villa were.
5: Have Villa got the? Have they got the strength and depth squad-wise? They've got the strength in depth
8: 100% because Le- um, Brendia, top player, out for a long time. Jacob Ramsey just come back. Tyro Mings out for the season. I um, don't think he's going the ACL. Players are getting tired. The RB comes on. Jacob Ramsey comes on. You've got Zaniola on the bench. Duran comes on. So I think Aston Villa fans won't get carried away. Leon mm-hmm. Bailey after the game spoke very well. They'll stay humble. And when you have that sort of home form, learn get a few wins away from home improve your way form why can't they get top four well, they're not, by they're the not way, being silly and thinking anything higher top four big game, of the,
5: big game at the weekend coming it's a up. massive. Arsenal game. go there and massive by the game. way Arteta will be thinking if we go there and beat Villa yep. do you know, what I mean? so it's, yeah, you know Villa Emery will be saying right, we've, we've sorted the best team in the world yes. out we can beat Arsenal but also Arsenal will be thinking we're well ahead of City now if we can nick exactly. a win and here you know what's big about the game as well
8: game. you know Emery didn't go well from Arsenal He's going to have the, um, the beanies bonnet to say, you know what? I want to beat Arsenal. And if Villa play like they did, it's going to be one hell of a game. I don't like saying that Villa will win. I always say draw. The energy of Villa Park, had mm. friends and family at the stadium. It was frightening. I
6: don't feel that Villa will be the champions of the Premier League this year, but I think they'll make a big noise. And I'm not surprised. They've got two guys at the very top of the, uh, of the ownership that are very focused on understanding how sports franchises, in their view, run. They've committed finances behind them. They've bought well. They've bought in a manager that Newcastle would have liked to have had first off the bat. And I'm not surprised Emery's doing a decent job.
3: David so with The Breakfast Show, let's hear now from the Forest legend Gary Bertels on the pressures surrounding boss Stevie Cooper after a heavy defeat to Fulham. It's now one win in 11 league games.
7: And Steve Cooper will be seriously feeling the heat after this defeat, Scott Minto, at times tonight, you have to say, it was
1: embarrassing from Forrest. No, absolutely, Ollie, It just wasn't good enough, as simple as that. And, you know,
4: in every single department, they got beaten and beaten up badly. Fulham 5, Nottingham Forest 0. With the squad you've got, you know, you look at it and you think, well, that's not a bad squad. You look at some of the players. We've got World Cup winners in the squad, um, you know, the uh, uh, one uh, is the big miss, you know. He's been, you know, absolutely superb yeah. for us. And then, you know, Chris Wood gets injured, so that becomes a problem. Then you've got a Langer playing up front or a Rigi coming in, uh, you know. So that doesn't help. But defensively, you know, we've conceded so many avoidable goals; it's ridiculous. Uh, you look against West Ham set pieces, we didn't defend them, um, and you look at a lot of the goals we conceded, Forest, and you say that could have been stopped, and that's the basics you know it's it's switching off, and you, if you switch off at the highest level you 're going to get punished
1: talk sport breaking news breaking news on talk sport Joe Worrell and Scott McKenna have been banished from forrest 's first team training I like to think it 's a challenging and demanding
7: environment anyway I think like listen it's 's four four defeats, but I, I think okay there 's no points at all defeats you know they go, they go down as a, as, a, as a loss but but last night 's manner was was completely different to the ones before, and any of the losses this season as well so so, um, as always, when we review a game, we look back and we go through it with the players. You have to talk about it for, for what it was. And it was clear last night, you know, we fell short.
4: Steve accepts responsibility. He's that sort of a guy. But what, what I saw from the player, I had to switch off at 2-0. It was that bad. And Steve said they didn't do the basics. And if you don't do the basics as a player, that is totally unacceptable. You
7: know, we have got to do whatever it takes to to try and... Uh, make Saturday a you know, much more positive day in terms of, of, of result and performance and um, confidence in myself couldn't be any more confident than what I am today, you know, and um, that's what it, it, it should take in challenging moments is confidence and belief in yourself and at the moment mine couldn't be any higher
3: Now from one team that is struggling to another, Crystal Palace, we can hear from Simon Jordan and his view on his former club and address Roy Hodgson's comments about fans becoming spoiled
1: And it has been a night to forget for them. Three successive home defeats here as well for the first time since February last year. They've been beaten here and the fans are not happy. Crystal Palace nil, Bournemouth 2.
10: No, they're booing the team, they're booing the manager, they're booing the coaches, they're booing the chairman, they're booing everybody because they're Crystal Palace fans and they, they want to see Crystal Palace rising up the league and, and winning matches and coming here and watching us win matches, and that's not been happening. We have to, unfortunately, accept that as a fact of life. You know, Would we, like, we like it to be different? Of course we would. But if it's going to be different, we've got to deal with it ourselves. We've got to try and find a way of giving the fans what they come here to see, namely victories. We hoped we were going to be able to do it today, but we didn't succeed.
6: They've been in the Premier League for 10, 11 years. They want to see their football club kick on. And for Roy to suggest that they've been spoilt because of the fact that once upon a time, 50, 60 years ago, Crystal Palace played in, in Division Three South, and Roy grew up in Croydon supporting them, and that now that should mean that people have some temperance to bad performances, is, I think, ill-judged on his part. Listen, don't, don't, you know, don't
10: keep on about facts. I mean, the fact is, if I said that on the spur of the moment... To some extent there's truth in it, yes. I mean we've 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 punched above our weight for, for a number of years now. You know, we've we've kept this team in the league for a number of years. And last year, you know, we even we even sped up the table and had an exceptionally good last ten games. But the fact is we are still in a situation where every game for us has got to be a fight, every game for us has got to be, you know, street fighting. We need the fans of Crystal Palace as we know them, because without them, it would become
6: really, really hard for I do think that Roy was a lazy choice. Not because he's not a capable manager, because it would be ridiculous to say that he isn't. But he came back in last year when the wheels had come off from Vieira for a variety of reasons. Some of it I led to believe were the poor coaching resources that he had behind him, and some of them I also led to believe was his high-handed manner with certain players, all of that brought an end to Vieira and in came Roy Hodgson and everyone went, hang on a second, what's happened to Roy here? Has he drunk from the fountain of youth? We've got a new a new brand of football being played at Palace and it might just be because Eze and Zaha and Elise were firing on all cylinders and he's had very little of those players available this season.
3: Now Arsenal's Tommy Asu has been speaking to Talk Sports Bradley Hayden at a community event at the Arsenal Hub. He started off by explaining his frustration about picking up another injury and their title hopes this season.
2: Back to Odegaard. Whips the ball in. heading into the back of the net. Unbelievable! Six minutes and 25 seconds of injury time and Declan Rice has headed the ball home.
1: Obviously, Arsenal fans, we're be, uh, be wanting to know about, about your, your injury. How, mm-hmm. how are you feeling?
9: Well, I posted uh, in my Instagram as well, but obviously I'm so frustrated and uh, disappointed about my injured because it's not feeling to be injured. But you know, you don't you don't have to be negative. You have to be positive, and uh, you need to learn from that period as well, because I believe that uh, this opportunity makes me better, much better player and uh, as a person. So, yeah, just I'm trying to be back as, as soon as possible and uh, yeah, that's it. I mean, how important is it
1: as for Arsenal as a club to have a presence in the community and get to meet fans, both young and old, like you have done today?
9: Mm-hmm. Yeah, as we know that uh, Arsenal is uh, one of the biggest club in the world and also to do like, like this kind of things, yeah, it's a good thing for the club and also we can also the players because we can feel their energy, their support. So yeah, it's a good thing. It's so important to be here, uh, to spend time uh, with, uh, with, uh, with the supporters and uh, with the kids. And yeah, I spent time with them and uh, hopefully they've had a great time with us.
1: How determined are the team to go one step further this year and potentially claim that Premier League title or win silverware.
9: Mm-hmm. Yeah, obviously, we are top of the, top of the table right now, but, you know, season is long. You know, it's too soon to speak about it. But obviously, our, our goal is to, to win the title. So, yeah, we need to play game by game and uh, we need to focus on ourselves.
11: It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.
1: This episode of the TalkSport Daily is brought to you by Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Planning to hire or share a car or van? Enterprise is there every step of the way. Whenever and wherever you need a vehicle and whatever it's for, Enterprise can help. With over 450 locations across the UK, they're just around the corner. Whether you need a weekend rental, a holiday hire, a replacement car, or you're planning a business trip, home or away, Enterprise are there to help. To find out more and book, visit enterprise.co.uk.
3: Finally, we go back to the Bedford Show. We can hear from Shabana Hearn, Gabby Agbono and Alan Brazil. They discussed how being naked can make you more productive in everyday life. No idea about this one. Uh,
11: there's a good story going around this morning uh, how spending a week naked may make you healthier. Um, and I don't uh, want to what be lewd or.
5: Oh honestly. Pride. Where does this come from? Whoa. Honestly. What, like that in <laughs> Mallorca on the, on the beaches? Oh, yeah. I was talking to someone at lunch yesterday. <laughs> The little Greek <laughs> island opposite Antiparis There's a little tiny island Where they all get their gear off yeah.
8: Yeah. I was in Mallorca in the summer and like My missus is next to me And I'm looking straight forward I think I'm not looking left or right No one's got any clothes on
11: but Incredible. it's meant to be very, very good for you. In this In report today, uh, a woman has done a report on it and did a week naked, scientifically proven to improve your physical and your mental health. Uh, you can do mundane tasks naked. Like, like what? taking the bins out. And at this cold temperatures at this time of year, it's meant to give your organs a good shock and you get a job done. And you this go, time of year naked? Yeah. <laughs> She's doing it She's doing... Uh,
5: That gives you a lot of confidence Half an inch long
11: <laughs>
8: Freezing out there <laughs> Confidence means that you need now hey. <laughs>
11: Do you do Don't win to be lewd or private Do you do anything naked in the house Do you sleep naked
5: That's private Okay, fair enough.
11: I do. You do, sleep yeah. naked. It's pretty normal, isn't it, to sleep naked? Why are you being so shy and so cry? I'm not being shy. I'm not, pal. We're all no friends Why are you getting embarrassed, pal? Why are
8: you getting red? I am not embarrassed.
11: <laughs> <laughs> I'm not embarrassed. <laughs> Would you not go down the nudist row if it is good for your no health?
5: No chance. Load of tosh, honestly. I can't believe you believe these things. Would you, Shaman? <laughs>
11: you know what I wouldn't rule anything out Mm. I'm here to open your mind I wouldn't rule anything like that out it's meant to be really good for you really freeing and a really good healthy way to live if it's going to help
8: your health you might as well exactly you just had
11: Mr. Health in here half an hour ago Um, rest and heart rate body confidence it can boost your self-esteem and all the opposite (laughs) Maybe not, maybe not in your
5: kitchen. He <laughs> could do the opposite, aisle. I reckon you've done this before, Gabby. I reckon you've walked uh, along a, a quiet beach in Ocho Rios, Jamaica. Ocho Rios. Yeah, maybe yeah. I'll have that. Nothing on.
11: A- another thing maybe. that I'll say, it gives you that rush. The fear of being caught naked will send your heart rate up, which is meant to be really, really good for you, maybe. Is caught, it? So caught, does just caught, robbing a bank. <laughs> Do that naked. They'll find you.
5: So what are the point is what?
11: Well, do you not want to try it? Maybe do some no. things naked? Oh, Okay. Ow, you, you. Mind is closed. Why not?
5: Because
8: it's In ridiculous. Suffolk, just walk around Suffolk. You
11: want know, to try it? What about having a pint naked after the show? Yeah.
5: I'll have well,
8: a
11: pint. <laughs> <laughs> fully clothed. Okay, well, we want to see you naked at the London Bridge Hotel next.
3: Well, no, gang. thanks for listening on the Talksport app or wherever you get your podcast from. There will, of course, be another one of these Andy Goldstein Talksport daily podcasts at first in we'll the morning. Do we got to do. get it to them, Thanks for listening. Have a good day and above all, we'll be, safe, everyone. be safe.
4: That was a podcast from Talksport.